This is the Equip Podcast from Cornerstone Church of Ames, a podcast designed to help you live a gospel-fueled and faithful life wherever Jesus has called you. Well, welcome again to the Equip Podcast from Cornerstone. My name is Mark Vance. I'm here with Troy Nesbitt, and we are going to do a little podcast here, Troy, today about the SALT Network. Um, Here's the idea behind this is, I know a ton of the people who listen to this podcast as Cornerstone members are thrilled with what God's doing in the SALT Network, but it seems like there's always so much going on, we can't keep up with it. And so we're going to try to give a little update on what the SALT Network is all about, what you see God doing, what uh, how Cornerstone and SALT work together, and hopefully uh, this will be a super encouraging podcast for people as we come to the end of the year and just get to kind of rejoice a little bit over what God's doing. Okay, so Troy... First question, if people know nothing about Salt Network, would be, if you knew nothing about it, what is Salt Network? What is your role in it? Like, how does this whole thing relate to the story of Cornerstone? So just give us a little bit of that, Troy. Well, in a nutshell, uh, Salt Network is a family of churches that work together to plant churches that love college students in major university centers all across North America. And we work to send students not only to plant churches in North America, but literally to the ends of the earth. Um, Salt Company began at Iowa State University in 1987. Uh, It was only intended to be the college ministry of one local church, Grand Avenue Baptist Church. It ended up outgrowing the local church. And so we planted from Salt Company, Cornerstone Church of Ames, which was intentionally going to be a church that loved college students. And so we never thought about being two salt companies and never thought about planting another church. But by God's grace, in 2010, we planted a salt company and church in Iowa City at the University of Iowa. And then 2013, it was University of Northern Iowa. And by the time 2016 rolled around, we thought uh, people had encouraged us. And uh, Mark, as you know, you were kind of the lead encourager. Let's, let's see if we can do this everywhere. And so uh, I resigned um, from lead pastor Cornerstone Church in 19 or 2016. And now it's been seven years we've been trying to plant churches everywhere. And as of today, wow. we have 30 churches and 31 salt companies in 15 different states across North America. I think almost 9,000 students attend salt company regularly, and we have almost 20,000 um, people who attend our churches. So it's, it's wow. crazy to think about what God has done. Wow. Well, okay. That doesn't encourage people listening. <laughs> Look, I mean, that's a remarkable work of God in and of itself, just as we stand today. So like, what are you praying for, for the future in that, Troy? Like, as you look out the next five, 10 years, I mean, it's kind of staggering to think about, but what are some of the things on the horizon that you're looking out to for Salt Network? You know, it it is crazy to think about how much God has blessed that. But when you think about the 15 million college students that attend the university in North America, um, statisticians, uh, people who uh, chart these things say less and less college students are attending church in any place or even a parachurch ministry every year. And an unreached people group is when there's less than 3% that are involved or engaged. And that's where we are on the university campuses in North America. Um, Even in some of the most churched places in our country, uh, the college students aren't participating in any Christian activity. And most 
high schoolers when they graduate, even if they were bodily involved in a youth group and a good church, it's over 70% of them that walk away from Jesus um, when they get to college. Wow. And so, even though we can celebrate what God is doing, uh, the need, the harvest is so plentiful um, and the labors are so few and we need to do more and more and more. I think it was uh, the, the Sin Network put together what got us our vision initially to plant 403 major universities in North America. And I think that's 10,000 undergraduate students or more. And so our goal is to see God plant a church and salt company at all 403 of those. And, you know, uh, right now at 30, it seems like a long ways away, but Ryan Hill, as you know, who works for us in, in the network, he's a, He's a numbers guy, and he has crunched the numbers, and he believes that if God continues to do what he's been doing to this point, uh, that could be done in the next 20 years. So that would wow. be exciting. Well, I would love to see it in my lifetime. What a, what a prayer to pray. If you're listening to this, God, let us be faithful. You know, Keep planting healthy churches that plant healthy churches, that have healthy salt companies, that spur on healthy salt companies. And boy, in our lifetime, Troy, what a... What a thing to think about. Yeah. Okay, so well, who, beyond who just the giant vision, yeah. G- give me, give me right now. Okay, so this fall, as you're looking kind of across the landscape of what's happening, if you had to just pick a few highlights out from the Salt Network this fall, what do you think you would pick out? Um, this coming fall or this past fall? Let's look this past. I want to look backward now, just to kind of rejoice in what has already happened. Yeah. So this past fall, um, we we had some kind of new things erupt uh, in our network. And it's so exciting to see what God is doing in new places. Um, uh, we planted, as you know, clearly from Cornerstone, uh, Salt Company, all the way out first time to the Northwest. And... Uh, the brand new baby salt company that's, I think, 27 hours if you're going to drive from Iowa to Oregon. They're bringing, yeah, if you drove it straight, it's 27 yeah. hours. <laughs> yeah, but they're bringing uh, 63 students from University of Oregon to conference, and they're already Incredible. seeing Incredible. Uh, students come to faith in Christ. Um, it's It's been pretty exciting to see what God is doing at Purdue University. Um, I, I think that they're bringing, uh, um, I can't remember, but they're bringing quite a few to conferences. as well. I, and I think it's like 85 or 86 students already are signed up it's for conference. Unbelievable number. Um, we planted our third church in Florida, um, this year. So we have three States now that have three salt network churches and salt companies, Iowa, Florida, and you know, the third one, um, Iowa, Florida, and oh no, it's not Nebraska. It's not Missouri. Which one is it, Troy? Colorado. 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 Oh my yeah. gosh. So you know, we onboarded we onboarded <laughs> a church in, in the Denver area. And you know, that we had a church that hired one of our salt company uh, directors. And so he went out to do college ministry in this church that had over 200 college students that were attending regularly. And he said, Hey, the only thing I know how to do is salt company. So I'm just going to run the salt playbook. <laughs> and he said to the, he said to the, 
to the uh, leadership staff and said, why can't we just join the network? And they said, well, oh, why would we? Awesome. And, and he said, because that's my family. I love it. So now we have three churches. It's a very healthy church, Storyline Church um, in the Denver area. And they are already running uh, I, over 200 college students that's in the awesome. company. So that's awesome. that's pretty exciting. You know, Mark, one of the one of my favorite stories to tell is um, uh, David Livingston, who planted Ann Arbor and is just doing a great job there. He was asked to do the fall retreat for Michigan State University this year. And they had like 320 at their fall retreat. And over 10% of them gave their life to Christ. Oh, so that's incredible. It's just men and women who that is incredible. are hungry for the gospel. And God moved. I mean, how cool is that to be at a retreat and see 30 plus people give their life to Christ? More than that, decided that they needed to follow Jesus in baptism. And I think 15 or 20 at the retreat decided they were going to go overseas for the summer. So <laughs> it's just God is doing stuff like that. Oh, that's all amazing. over our country. It's it's amazing. fun to see. It's fun to see. You know, it feels like Troy. We, I mean, you and I both have just had a kind of crazy front row seat to watch it. You mm-hmm. know, <laughs> and you hear all the time. I mean, if you watch the news, there's plenty to be discouraged about. Okay, there is. There is. <laughs> we, we, there's plenty. All right, on university campuses, that is godless and ridiculous. Always has been. Always will be. We just also are seeing an unusual number of students come to mm-hmm. faith in Christ and make real life changes right now. I mean, we've yeah. always seen it in Salt Company, but it feels even unusual in what we've seen, mm-hmm. just from my perspective. And and so many people are doing such a great job. Give me a couple, like, you also have the vantage point to see it, where you're just seeing both the gospel movement, also seeing the needs, the things we need to pray about, the things we just need to be aware of as we look forward. What are some of the big things you're praying about as we look forward for Salt Network, as we look out to the churches and the salt companies that people could pray about as they think about Salt Network? Yeah. And and I, I think, first of all, it's just so important to enter into his courts with thanksgiving and gratitude um, for what he has already done. Um I mean, last year was the first year we saw over a thousand baptized in our churches. And I think this year wow. we're going to go over 1,200 wow. baptized. And it's all, and the vast majority are university students um, and men and women who are making for the first time decisions to follow Jesus. At the same time, you've seen the news. Look at what's happening on the college campuses. Um, it's it's unbelievable the things that are being protested and the things that people are saying. And unfortunately, this was the first year that uh, um, the different organizations and groups have worked to get us kicked off campus um, at Syracuse yep. University, yep. a university that was founded to uh, train and send missionaries for the United Methodist overseas. Now is the first university that has effectively kicked us off campus and forbidden our staff from even stepping on their private property. And so I would just say, pray, um, pray that God would open up doors for our ministry to be a legitimate ministry on different campuses, because every single campus 
they are men and women who God is calling to himself and they need to be involved in something like we're doing. So pray for that. I would say also pray for our young churches. Uh, Church planting is a yeoman's task. It's, it's uh, a battle. You know, Jesus told us that we would suffer. And for the first time we are beginning to suffer for the gospel's sake. It's unprecedented in our country uh, to this point that we've, been antagonized like we're being antagonized. So pray that that our people will yep. not be discouraged. Um, pray that they won't disqualify themselves. Um, you know, there's only one person that we worship. He was the only sinless one. And all of us struggle with sin no matter how far we journey in our walk with Jesus. And so I would say, you know, pray for pray for our men and women who are leading in our churches to walk with Jesus and have integrity. But then Mark, I would just be uh, not doing my job if I didn't say, please set your alarm uh, at 10.02 every day and pray for laborers that God would raise up more. Um, now, if you have a real good habit of praying, you don't have to set your alarm. But, you know, if, if you need a little boost in your prayer, I would say uh, I would say set your alarm. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the 1002 prayer has become just a habit for us. I mean, at Cornerstone, you know that, Troy. Our work week opens up with we start with our week planning and praying before the Lord. And then our first meeting that we're allowed to have is 1002 meeting where we just get together and pray as a staff and ask God to raise up laborers. And he has just answered over and over and over. I've been praying, Troy, even thinking about the future. I'm asking God for laborers who had reached lost people in new locations, laborers, lost locations. God, give us laborers, help them reach lost people. (laughs) That's right. That's alliterated. (laughs) Three L's, three L's of prayer. And And then I've been praying. (laughs) Oh, praise God. Yes. Laborers, add that on there. But I've been praying Luke 10, 22, uh, or as well, Luke 10, 20, Luke 10.02 says, pray for laborers. Luke 10.20 is when Jesus talks to the disciples after they went out, you know, and saw the demon subject. And he says, well, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. So mm-hmm. don't rejoice the demons are subject to you. Rejoice your names are written in, in heaven. And so I've just been praying for God, give us laborers, but give them a 10.02 vision with a Luke 10.20 sort of heart, you know, that would rejoice yeah. in the Lord and have the gospel just motivate them. They should be grateful, um, which is so, it's so true. It, the Salt Network family of churches and of leaders, they feel to me like some of the most joyful, grateful people I know. Oh, yes, they're they incredible. are. Yeah. And they're, and they're seeing new life. I mean, whenever you're around new believers, they will fill you with joy because they have for the first time the joy in the Lord. And, um, you know, uh, John, what is he wrote? Nothing gives me greater joy than to see that my children walking with the Lord and, you know, make my joy complete by continuing to obey his commands. And mm-hmm. so it is, it is joy filled. I, a random story that I think your listeners would love to, to know is back when I was assault director, we had uh, some students who, uh, one of them gave their life to Christ the other one came as a, a Christ follower, began, but began to really be discipled in, in his faith as a college student. Then they met each other, married each other, and uh, moved away from any place where you have a salt company. And they have a daughter who, uh, believe it or not, is a good enough harpist 
that she received an offer from Indiana University School of Music, a full ride wow. scholarship wow. as a harpist in their uh, music school. And she was a little nervous to think about um, going clear out to Indiana from where her family lives to be there. But when they found out there was a salt company there, she just made the decision to go. And I got to do their fall retreat this past year. And she just came up to me and said, can I give you a hug? You know, just tears running down her face, just saying, who would have ever dreamed that the ministry that shaped my mom and dad to be the people that they are, that I could go to a music school, University of Indiana, on a harp scholarship and had the Salt Company experience. And she said, already it has changed my life and shaped who I am. So that's that's pretty random. That's pretty random. (laughs) Who who knew there were full ride scholarships playing the harp? For sure not me. I mean, I've never, I have no idea. (laughs) I know a lot of scholarships, not that one. I would love to hear. I would love to hear her play the harp, wouldn't you? I would too. Yeah. Yeah, that we Troy. You know, we have somebody who plays a harp on staff at Cornerstone. This is Lydia, one of our salt staffers. I came in the office the other day. She was playing a harp because they had a salt company end of year celebration. They decided that they needed to do all these nostalgic things, so they had a harp and they roasted chestnuts on an open fire <laughs> to of celebrate Christmas. <laughs> and they said Lydia's heart playing was beautiful, but the chestnuts, they didn't understand you're supposed to do them with sugar and they tasted terrible. <laughs> they did not make them. <laughs> I was like, okay, guys. Well, you figured out how to roast them, but didn't look up the recipe. Classic. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's college. Yeah, no, that, that is, that is crazy. <laughs> you know, everybody has okay. heard that song, you know, but nobody knows how to do it, I guess. So, okay, let me ask you a final question, Troy. We've got a pretty big thing coming up here, January 5th through the 7th. There's going to be the Salt Company National Conference. So as people are praying this month of December, they want to get involved. They want to know more about conference. Give us an idea of what a conference is and how people listening to this maybe could get involved in some little way. Yeah, you know, the first conference was uh, uh, 2014, and it was just – Iowa State, Iowa, and University of Northern Iowa. And I think were you you were the director at that time or the associate yep. director yep. at that time, Cody was, Klein, yep. Director for the first one, yeah. Yep. And, uh, um, you know, it was 1,100 students that got together. And God, um, you know, we don't have these visions of what God will do when we start stuff. And it just, you know, led to now an annual conference that they're going to be, I'm, I'm, I'm believing around 5,000 college students that are going to be there and a whole bunch of other special guests. And I mean, from Florida to Oregon to um, uh, New York, uh, all over the Midwest, they're coming in from, from everywhere. And it's, it's, they're coming not to just uh, experience good music, they're coming to encounter a living God and God is using that conference in ways that it's just palpable. The presence of God, when you get in the midst of that many 18 to 22 year olds who are saying, God, I have the rest of my life and I want to give it to you and live it for you. I I weep every year. Last year when Jordan Adams was preaching, he just said, how many of you guys have given your life to Christ? in the last four years since you've been in college. And it was over half the room, Mark, that put their hand in the air. And it just, 
gave me chills and all the salt directors and pastors and leaders in the room were it overwhelmed with what God is doing. So, man, if you ever have an opportunity to get down to conference to see at least one session, you should do that. And I think you're preaching this year at it, aren't you, buddy? I am. Yeah. What session I'm do actually, you got? I'm doing the Sunday morning, the final session. I get a preach out of Ephesians chapter three about the God who can do immeasurably more than we could ever ask or imagine. You That's know, and, amazing. It, it's a it's a surreal thing in some ways preaching on a text about God doing more than you can imagine in a room that in some ways is more than you could have ever imagined. You know? <laughs> so it's a it's a pretty pretty huge honor. So Troy, we love you at Cornerstone. I mean, I'm so grateful for you, the leadership you've given. For anyone who wants to see more, you guys can always go on the internet, thesaltnetwork.com. It's actually an awesome website. It Just go on there, look up Salt Network, Google it. It'll come right up. And you can see the updates, the churches that are being reached. Uh, the, the Salt Company Conference, just Google that, check it out. And even if you want to be part of it at Cornerstone, we're pushing this December, doing two key things. Uh, we're going to give a gift to help sponsor students come to the conference and help the conference go forward. Cornerstone Church has resolved to give $20,000 to the conference in Eden Montang's name is in honor of her memory. That's and great. we would love for people at Cornerstone, if you just go to cornerstonelife.com, right on the front page, there'll be a way to click where you can lo- learn more about the conference. You could give to help support students who'd come if you'd want to do that, or just to pray for God to work. We want people praying, and we're confident God's going to continue the good work he's been doing. Well, Troy, again, thanks for spending a little bit of time here. We're so grateful for the leadership you're given. And yeah, God give Troy and Salt Network many more years of faithfulness. Thanks for yeah, joining us on the great podcast. Yeah.